Hello and welcome to the Parish Podcast of St. Anthony of Padua Catholic Church in the Woodlands, Texas. We're excited to share with you Sunday at St. Anthony's, a homily message from this past weekend that we hope you'll find enlightening. Thanks for tuning in and praying with us. Jesus said to his disciples, There will be signs in the sun, the moon, and the stars, and on earth nations will be in dismay. Perplexed by the roaring of the sea and the waves, people will die of fright in anticipation of what is coming upon the world, for the powers of heavens will be shaken. And then they will be see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with a power and great glory. But when these, thing, these signs begin to happen, stand erect and raise your heads because your redemption is at hand. Beware that your hearts do not become drowsy from carousing and drunkenness and the anxieties of daily life. And that day catch, catch you by surprise like a trap. But that day will assault everyone who lives on the face of the earth. Be vigilant at all times and pray that you have the strength to escape the tribulations that are imminent and to stand before the Son of Man. The Gospel of the Lord. When I was about 50 years old, I was invited to climb the mountain called Ixtacihuatl, which is a volcanic mountain near Mexico City that is almost 17,000 feet high. The first day, very early in the morning, we began to climb to the base of the volcano itself, and there we slept. The second day, we began to climb. Bad weather began, and it turned to snow and held stones. I was not very well prepared or equipped, and soon I began to suffer. A few hours later, it began to drizzle, and there was fog. Each step was difficult, but the idea of reaching the top was inflaming our will. Then I began to feel weak, very weak. I remember this like it was yesterday. A kind nun, who was a few steps ahead of me, glanced back and noticed my fatigue. She instantly came to my side. She climbed with me so that I did not fall behind the group. Suddenly, the sky cleared. We could see the top of the mountain. The joy of seeing our destination within reach gave us the strength to push ourselves and move on. When we arrived at the top, we have a spectacular view. Our faith sustains us. It motivates us to persevere and to conquer the mountain to reach its top. As analogy, I see my group like the church, which is the body of Christ. The members of my group help each other to attain our goal of reaching the top, the, the mountain top. I know that the dear known was like Jesus, as she pulled me when I needed her support. 
so that I could reach the top. My group was like the church with the members helping each other to reach the top of the mountain. As a baptized Catholics, we have already climbed to the base of the mountain. We have more to climb if we want to reach the top of the Mount Zion and enter the eternal Jerusalem. We prepare for our climb to the top of the mountain by receiving the real presence of Jesus in the Eucharist, by prayer, by acts of charity that we extend to our brothers and sisters in the body of Christ. So, I can see the hope and the joy in this Advent season because our Redeemer, the baby Jesus, is going to be born. God himself became incarnate in the Virgin Mary. God himself became man to lead us to the top of the mountain to eternal life with him. Today, Advent begins. The time of preparation for Christmas begins. Like any time of preparation, Advent is marked by examination of conscience, by penance, by purification. It is about preparing the house to make it welcoming to the Son of God. It is also about realizing the greatest of the gift that the birth of Christ signifies. For this reason, Luke's Gospel invites us to meditate on how fortunate we are to have received the redemptive visit of the Lord and also to know it. What Christ wanted to do with his birth, death, and resurrection was to show us that God loves us beyond any doubt. Looking at the child of Bethlehem and the crucified Christ, we cannot doubt the love of God. There is no greater proof of love than giving up your life for a friend. Christ's self-sacrifice on the cross is the supreme gift of love that we could ever hope to receive. We can only respond with an expression of love that is as similar as possible to the love we have received. Advent simply means coming of Christ. The Advent scriptures relate to the first coming of Christ, which we commemorate at Christmas. But also these scriptures also focus in the second coming at the end of time, when he will come in glory to judge the living and the dead. Because the time is unknown, and Christ's second coming will be sudden and expected. So, as we prepare this Advent to celebrate Christmas, we must also prepare Christ for a Christ's second coming and sudden appearance at the end of time. The context of the first reading in Jeremiah is this. God promised David that his kingdom will be an everlasting one. David will always have a descendant on the throne in Jerusalem, God promised. Yet, with the destruction of Jerusalem in 587 BC and the Babylonian exile, it seems possible for the Jews or for God's promise to be fulfilled. Thus, enters Jeremiah, who, quoting God, says, In those days, 
In that time, I will raise up for, a day, for David a just shoot. He shall do what is right and just in the land. For the Jews, a just shoot for David meant a new king, descending from David to restore Israel to its former Davidic glory. For Christian, a just shoot for David refers to the son of David, from whom Martimaeus, the blind beggar in Jericho, seeks mercy. Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me, pleads Bartimaeus. For Christians, the just shoot for David is the incarnation of Jesus Christ. First century Jewish Christians, including St. Peter and Paul, believed that Christ's return was imminent. Peter and Paul were martyred in 64 and 68 AD. In 70 AD, the Romans destroyed Jerusalem and the temple. This was a devastating disaster for the Jews. But the second coming did not then occur. The absence of the second coming demoralized the first century, century Christians even more. But Luke wrote his gospel in AD. AD, 10 years after the fall of Jerusalem and the temple. Luke knew that Jerusalem's destruction did not trigger the second coming of Christ. Luke realizes that only God knows when Christ will return in glory. While waiting for his return, Jesus instructs his disciples to avoid carousing, drunkenness, and to persevere through the problems of daily life. Jesus also warns us to be vigilant at all times. Vigilance means a life of prayer, self-restraint, courage, and acts of charity, given in response to the love we have received from God. San Antonio of Padua.